With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Warning. This program may contain material of an explicit nature. Listener discretion is advised. Undead from the B-Ward, this is Postmortem. I'm Dom. And I'm JD. Today, we have our top five minor characters. That's right. The guys in the background. Yeah. Supporting characters. Some of the most interesting people in movies sometimes. They are. But first, before we get into that, a little segment we call Horror News. Horror News! Yeah. This is, see, when you guys buy things through the Amazon banner, look, we can afford these fancy bells and whistles that you just heard. Yeah, yeah, that 25 cents really paid off. (laughs) Yeah, it sure did. (laughs) All right, so, I got some horror news for you, Dom. Okay. You heard of Rob Zombie's 31. Yes, I'm a big Rob Zombie fan. Yeah, me too. Uh, Not of the music, but of the movies. I love his music. I I don't care what anyone says. not, Not so much the Halloween remakes, but I love The Devil's Rejects. Yeah. I love House of a Thousand Corpses. Great movie. And I love Lords of Salem. A I, lot of people shit on it. I loved it. Lords of Salem was... I love Lords of Salem, but Lords of Salem was also Hocus Pocus on really, really bad LSD. Yeah, and, and I liked it a lot. Yeah. I liked the music. I liked the whole thing. And you got to see Evil in naked. Yeah. You know? Yeah, that's, that's true. <laughs> Not too appealing these days. No, no, in. no. <laughs> but, uh, and, and I even liked the, the Halloween movies if you consider them as standalone movies. Like, if you yeah. just made other slasher movies, they would have been good. Yeah, just if it was weren't. never called Halloween, or if Halloween never existed yeah. when he made it, it might have been good, but I love the original Halloween. You right. can't touch it, you know. So. Anyways, 31. Plot details have been revealed. Have Sweet. you heard them? I, I, have, I have not, no. Okay, so I got some plot details about what this fucker's going to be about. 31. Five friends are kidnapped on the day before Halloween and are held hostage in a terrifying place named Murder World. Murder World. That, that was a song on 
Cold Zombie's second album before they even like got to get the records. Oh. He's, he's digging back into his He's digging his back. Past. Kind of like Strangeland is a Twisted Sister song. Yeah, that's right. Horror, Terria, Captain Howdy. Anyways, uh, while trapped, they must play a violent game called 31 in which the mission is to survive 12 hours against a gang of evil clowns. Cool. I'm excited for it. Yeah, yeah. I was wondering if he was going to somehow like incorporate ice cream into it. You know, like 31 flavors. <laughs> I, 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 ever since I saw the first thing, I saw the clowns and I was like, I wonder if there's an ice cream reference in here. Yeah, I wonder if he's going to have Sid Haig in a cameo. Probably. Yeah, he has to. He's probably, you know, as a clown. But, uh, yeah, it's going to star Sherry Moon Zombie, of course. That's right. Malcolm McDowell, of course. Okay. And Evil in herself, Meg Foster, of course. Nice. Yeah. Good cast. So, uh, good, good news about this movie that gets me excited the most. Initially, it was NC-17. He had to fight for the R rating. Mm-hmm. So the theatrical release probably will have a little bit of cut, but if it was NC-17, it's probably got some of the good stuff. And there will be a director's cut. Yeah, once the unrated version comes out, it's probably got some of the good stuff in there to get that rating. So I'm excited about that. Uh, have you seen his animated movie, uh, Haunted World of El Superbisto? I have. It's fucking hilarious. Yeah, I did not know what it, uh, it was, and, uh-huh. and started watching it with my daughter on Netflix. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know what it was. She's like, Daddy, can we watch this? I'm like, okay. Because <laughs> it's like the Luchador yeah, guy, right? Yeah, it's a cartoon, yeah. kind of. <laughs> it's not for kids. No. So, yeah, I received the NC-17. Before the R rating for strong, bloody horror violence, pervasive language, sexual contact, and drug use. Sounds like a good time. Yeah, it does. So I'm excited for a 31. What do you got this week? I saw a preview this week that made me jump up and go, this is going to be fucking awesome. It's for a movie called Frankenstein Created Bikers. I have not heard of this. It's, uh, it's coming out this summer, directed by a guy named James Bickert. And this is like old school exploitation shot on 35 millimeter film with practical effects and the the preview is guns tits blood torture drugs explosions nihilism motorcycles i'm there bro so here here's the uh here's the synopsis (laughs) a resurrected outlaw biker finds himself addicted to the substance that brought him back from the grave in order to get his daily fix his gang is forced to do the bidding of two sadistic scientists attempting to capture a biological mutation and perform human head transplant on kidnapped teenagers. When his disgruntled ex-girlfriend is released from prison, she embarks on an explosive manhunt for her former lover and his strung-out pack of degenerates, with three dysfunctional bounty hunters, a rival motorcycle gang, and an army of machine-gun-toting strippers. It becomes a race against law enforcement for bragging rights to the gang leader's demise. That sounds like the greatest movie ever made. I am. We did say, when we finally give a 10... It's going to be on something new. Yeah. So I think we should see this one together. I, I'm, I'm on it. Yeah. Is it coming out in theaters? Do you know? I don't know. Okay. Well, if not, you know, we'll internet it and watch it together here in the B-Work. It'll be fantastic. I have one more, well, actually two more little pieces of news. They kind of tie together. Okay. Have you heard of The Littlest Lovecraft? <laughs> Sounds like a children's book, is it? It is a children's book. Okay. About Cthulhu. Okay. About Lovecraft lore, but for kids. Nice. They're crowdfunding it right now. So I've been looking at this. Through, that's good enough for me. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I've been uh, pretty amped on this for a while now. You know, just wanted to get it for my kids. Right, that sounds great. Kind of introduce them to it. Yeah, a little gateway, a little gateway action. Right now, they're crowdfunding. So, if they need help, if you want to see this, you want your kids to read it, you want to read it yourself, Dom probably wants to read it himself I as do. well. So, I'm not planning on having kids, but I definitely like Lovecraft. So, yeah. I'll read yeah. it to your kids. <laughs> it's called, uh, so, it's called Littlest Lovecraft. 
You can go to the website, littlestlovecraft.com, make your donation if you want to see it happen. And my last bit of news, that's all about Littlest Lovecraft, but something else related to H.P. Lovecraft. You might have heard it, you might have seen it. A lost manuscript of H.P. Lovecraft has been recovered. I it hasn't seen the light of day. Mm -hmm. It was commissioned by Harry Houdini, the escape artist, wow. to be written by H.P. Lovecraft. That's awesome. Yeah, and they found it. So it's not really, it's not the Lovecraft lore. It's basically a book that shits on religion and uh, superstition. Cool. Yeah. It's called The Cancer of Superstition. It's only 31 pages. It talks about worshipping the dead, cannibals, werewolves, and shits on all the superstitious beliefs and religion in favors of modern science. Nice. So Harry Houdini said, H.P. Lovecraft, I want you to write about this. Here's X amount of dollars. H.P. Lovecraft said, okay. Got to 31 pages. I can't remember... When I was reading the story, I don't remember who died. One of them died. I think it was Houdini. Okay. Uh, one of them died. Whoever died first, you can look it up. But uh, one of them died, it kind of gets lost. Okay. And now it's on auction. And the price is pretty low. It's like $12,000 was the opening bid, but they expect it to go for forty or something. It's a small price to pay for something that will probably drive you insane when you read it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I knew you'd be excited about that. I hope whoever pays the fucking hundreds of thousands of dollars or tens of thousands or... Whatever it goes for, I hope whoever does it releases it to the public. Yeah, they don't they pull like a Martin Shkreli with the yeah, fucking Wu Tang guy. album, and yeah, he, he's probably gonna buy it. You know what? If that guess, happens, I'm I'll gonna, kill him. I'll, yeah. I'll kill him myself. Yeah, yeah, I'll fucking defend the honor of H.P. Lovecraft and Wu Tang Clan all in one fell swoop. Although H.P. Lovecraft was kind of a dick as a person. Oh, H.P. Lovecraft was a total dick. He's a racist and everything yeah, yeah, like yeah. that. But he, but he was also like insane. So right, I don't know how much of that you can attribute to the other thing, but. I don't know. Yeah, I love the stories. Had a lot of health problems. And, yeah, you know, kept you, inside you, a lot. If you judge the art by the artist, you're not going to like most things. Yeah, that's yeah. what happens when I started playing with a bunch of bigger bands, yeah. you know, from being in music. Yeah. Like, oh, you're a tick. Fuck you. Yeah. That's what happens with the wrestling thing. We started being these name wrestlers. Well, yeah, yeah they're I, a dick. I actually, I gave Billy Corgan from Smashing Pumpkins the finger about six inches from his face. You told me that, yeah, story, yeah, right? Yeah. When you were working at the store? Yeah. Yeah. That guy's a fucking prick. Fuck you, Billy Corgan. Yeah, fuck you, Billy Corgan. Fucking today's rating system. <laughs> fuck Billy Corgan. Fuck Billy Corgans. <laughs> so let it be written, so let Billy it be done. Billy Corgan smash pumpkin. <laughs> okay, so. You got any more news? This is kind of joke news, but at the same time it's news. I think you saw the poster that I, picked, that I posted for Shark Exorcist. Yes, I did. I actually am a big fan of those fucking shark movies. Like, they're terrible. There's no doubt they're fucking terrible. They are pretty terrible. But I just saw the preview for Shark Exorcist. And it starts out with a chick with huge tits in a bikini swimming in the ocean in high heels. Okay. And she gets attacked by a demon shark. <laughs> and she comes out of the water and she's like hot chick most of the time until she like gets the guy somewhere. And then she develops a shark mouth and like devours the guy. Okay, so she becomes like a were-shark. Yeah. And then there's an evil nun, and there's a, a, a priest that's trying to do the exorcism. This is all coming out this summer. It's coming out, I believe, in July. It's not coming out to theater. Though. No, no, no. <laughs> coming it's, to a sci-fi channel near you. As a matter of fact, it specifically said coming to DVD. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah I, shark exorcist. Uh, they don't even say on demand because there's no demand for it. No, no, no. <laughs> Just coming to DVD. I'm like the only person in the world that's excited about I, this. I'm actually... 
I'm intrigued. Yeah. I'm not excited. I am. Ex- I am intrigued. I'm, ex- I'm expecting blood, tits, and shitty camera work. Yeah. I shitty camera work is what does it in. Yeah. It's really what does it in. That and the fucking shitty CGI. Yeah. I'm not a fan of the movies of the fucking croctopus and all mm-hmm. the shit. You know, combine the two animals, make it large. I hate that shit. So. The CGI in those movies is so bad that it's good, though. It's not like where they're trying to make it look real and it just makes Dude, it look more cartoonish. Have you ever seen The Host? Yes. Awesome. Huh? Yeah. That's a monster movie with CGI that yeah. I actually like. So. And, and that's where they do, like, animatronics enhanced with CGI. You know, yeah. They, they, they play yeah, it yeah. well. This movie, all of the shark footage looks like it's stock footage because it's a shark demon. So it's like stock footage of a shark swimming around in the water, but they red tinted it. <laughs> That's awesome. That's like in video games, old school video games. Like, you know what level you're on because the bad guys would change colors. Yeah. Like, it's the same model. They change colors and makes them stronger. Yep. It's not the Baron. It's not the Hell Knight. It's the Baron of Hell. <laughs> but he's just palette swapped. Yeah, this, this one should be called palette swapped. Palette swapped shark exorcist. That's what <laughs> to say. Hi, thanks for listening to the Postmortem Podcast. If you want to support us, go to our website at www.postmortemshow.com and click the Amazon link. By clicking on the Amazon banner, Amazon will give a small percentage of the purchase price of your item back to the Postmortem Podcast at no additional cost to you. That's right. It doesn't cost you any money. We get money. You want us to keep doing this? You want more Doug Jones talk? You want more dick and fart talk? I don't care. We're going to do it. Fund our filthy, filthy habits. Yes, and they are many, and they are fast. And most of them aren't legal. (laughs) Yes. Click the banner. Just do it. Come on, don't be a dick. Give us money. actor that you got to do that uh, it was me okay <laughs> well, at least we know he's in our budget it's time for the good movie <laughs> i i did several takes he did <laughs> to, to perfect that one yeah uh if you could, if you guys if you're listening to this and you could make something better send it in please yeah we'll use for it. the good movie bad movie horror news any of this thing we dick might rotate picks, whatever you got no dick pics okay boobs yes anyways it's time for the good movie and, and, the bad and the bad movie. And the bad movie. So, why don't you go first this week? All right. My bad movie, I thought was going to be worse than it was, but it was still bad. It's this movie that's floating around on Netflix called Rekill. And it has 1.5 stars on Netflix. I have seen the picture. I have not indulged. It has 5.1 stars on IMDb. What? Yeah. So, this movie is basically... It's like the production staff rating it and no one yeah. else has ever seen it. You Probably. ever see that? New movies that come out, they're rated like 8.6. Yeah. IMDb, top 250 movies that haven't been released. Yeah, there's it's a that guy and his mom. Yeah. He filmed it with a, with a high hate camcorder, <laughs> and his mom's like, it's so great. <laughs> the director's Aunt Shirley fucking. Yeah. Tuck, 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 tuck. It even says Aunt Shirley yeah. says. <laughs> come home for dinner. <laughs> so, this movie is, you remember, I don't know if you, you're supposed to call it Wreck or Record or whatever. Yeah, RBC, yeah. You know, yeah that I love it. It's That Meets Cops. Okay. So the plot of the movie is it's this post-apocalyptic scenario where humanity was wiped out and there was a zombie plague and blah, blah, blah. And they managed to get the plague under control, but there are still little outbreaks of zombies here and there. And there's this police force 
uh, that have been assigned to re-kill the zombies, basically. They go out to wherever the outbreaks are, and they, they you know, kill the zombies. Okay. But there's also a conspiracy, like there's this doomsday cult that wants to bring the zombies back, so like the cops have to deal with them. It's a pretty standard plot for a shitty post-apocalyptic zombie movie, but the way that they do it is actually kind of cool, because the entire movie is framed as a TV show. There's like a CNN network that is all about Outbreak. I kind of, I'm kind of intrigued now that you yeah. say this. I, I kind of do want to watch it, even though it's, you know, it's your bad movie of the week, right. so obviously it's not that great. Yeah. But. The, the characters are, are all stock characters, the dialogue's shitty, a lot of it's really repetitive, like, this character's nihilistic, they really drive it home every time yeah. he gets a chance. He's I, like, dude, it's so, it's overdone. Stop yeah. making everyone sarcastic, nihilistic assholes. It makes me not want to watch the movie. You know, if you don't care about anybody that's being killed, why the fuck right. do they need to die? Yeah, and that's that's exactly where it is. But the points that I'm going to give them is one, it was creatively put together because they did it the found it was the found footage style, but pieced together like a TV show. So there's music in the background. There's like subtitles that tell you what's going on to catch you up to thing. All that was really cool. There was a lot of practical effects, and the practical effect, practical effects were really good. It was the, when the digital effects came into play, they really stood out against the practical effects. That was problematic. But where the genius in this movie lies. And they totally just ripped it off from the original Robocop, but there are commercials in between the segments. I love that. The commercials create the world that cool. everything is set in. And those commercials, some of them are fucking brilliant. It's like, like Idiocracy or Wolf Cop. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that, that's where the gold in this movie lies, is, is in, in the commercials in between. Uh, so it got harder to watch as it went on because it started to drag and become repetitive and darker and more shaky camera and all that. But they split it up with those commercials enough to keep it interesting. So I'm going to give it four out of ten fucked Billy Corgans. We already did fuck corpses. That's it can't true. be fucked Billy Corgans. It can be four out of ten face-smashed Billy Corgans. Uh, I feel like we can do better. Better? I feel like we can do better. Okay. Four out of ten, Billy Corgan's face smashed and fucked to death by Bigfoot. Okay, that's fine with me. But he does own a wrestling company, so tread lightly because, you know, <laughs> I need money. <laughs> we may have to go do furniture commercials with it. <laughs> All right. So, yeah, four out of ten, uh, Billy Corgan, Bigfoot. Harry Henderson fucking Billy Corgan. Yes. I mean, Harry and the Henderson. Harry, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, not, Harry, not, not, not the wrestling. Not the one-legged wrestling. Okay. No. Harry... Harry why doesn't that guy do a Bigfoot gimmick? I mean, he's got one foot, so he could be called one foot instead of Bigfoot. But it's incredibly offensive. He's my friend, I can say it about I him. I know, he's my friend. I beat him with his own crutch. We're buddies. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so in, I, I will not see this movie now. I changed my mind. Yeah. I'm going to go back and rewatch the episode of X-Files called X-Cops, where it's cops. The TV show Cops mm -hmm. is, is following around Mulder and Scully. You ever seen that? No. It's great. you got to see that. That's, that sounds awesome. These movies, okay, so this is, I'm going to go on a little tangent here, but these movies that suck but have redeeming qualities, why you got to have an hour and a half? Yeah. Why can't you make a 30-minute movie, 45-minute movie? I'm actually going to be talking about that with my good movie. Why can't, why, why you got to, you got to drag your subject matter out to an hour and a half, two hours yeah. when you, have, you don't have shit? Yeah, make a short film. You got all this fucking filler in the middle, it ruins the movie. Yeah. Not, not everything has to be feature length. My good movie would have been better, too, if it was a little shorter. Really? Yeah. Yeah. But, my bad movie. Okay. I don't know why I would do this to myself. I have no idea. I actually watched about 30 minutes of this movie right when it came out and was disgusted and turned it off. But, 
My son begged me to watch it. He just had to know. He had to see it. I told him. He begged me to watch it. I've been playing a lot of Doom lately. Okay. In preparation for the new Doom. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. I've been playing Final Doom, Doom 2, creative levels, all this stuff. Waiting for the new Doom game. Well, he asked me to watch Doom, the movie, starring The Rock. <laughs> Except for five, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> and it is not good. It's, it's, it's pretty bad. 2005, starring... Carl Urban as Doom Guy John, you know, yeah, the yeah, main Doom yeah, Guy. Judge, Judge and you have The Rock playing Sarge. Don't you ever, or, Doom is so much better than Judge Dredd, don't you ever say that? Don't you ever say that? <laughs> I love Doom, I hate Judge Dredd. Uh, oh no, no I'm, I'm talking about the new Judge Dredd. Carl Urban was, was Judge Dredd in the new Judge Dredd. Oh, I thought you were comparing the mask of Doom to the mask no, of Doom. No, no, no. <laughs> 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 Alright, well, okay, I forgive you. So, uh, Doom 3 came out. It was actually, it was okay. If you take it for what it was, it's almost like they wanted to be Dead Space. Doom 2 is far superior as a oh, game. Yeah. I could play it over and over. Doom 3. This followed the plot of Doom 3 more yeah. than Doom 1 and 2. There's the Sarge character, there's the heel turn, the rock turns heel. Yeah. So, there's a that's, lot of problems. That's separate by motherfucucker. Yeah, that's separate by motherfuckers. Let's just kill everyone. There's a lot of problems. <laughs> First off, where do you begin? The game Doom was about one space marine against all the hordes of hell. Yep. That was the whole premise. In this, there's a bunch of space marines chasing around demons, and there's not that many demons. Nope. There's like five or six in the whole fucking movie. Fucking more demons in the fucking movie! Five demons is not a horde. It it's is like not a, a horde. It's a quintet it's a of demons. gathering. A gaggle of demons. <laughs> it's a barbershop quartet of demons. <laughs> A baker's dozen yeah. of demons. Yeah. It's fucking bullshit, you know. It's just fucking jump scares yeah, on the platoon. It's terrible. Imps, instead of throwing the iconic fireballs, because it's basically the imps, the lowest level, besides the little fucking zombie guys, yeah. that's basically all you see. They don't throw fireballs. They spit their tongues out. That's right. It's fucking retarded. Uh, that's what, what made the game so fun was all the monsters. It was almost impossible. Put yeah. that bitch on nightmare. Yeah, you're gonna die. Yeah. You know, it's, there's I, so my many. My fingers will still go to the God Code on Doom. I <laughs> memorize. Not me. Yeah. Not me. I am right now. I'm replaying Final Doom on the hardest difficulty, Nightmare, mm-hmm. and I'm on level ten. Wow. So I'm with, with no mass. God Code, no God Code, no wow. codes at all. No. Wow. I'm just. I'm a man. I'm a man and shit. Shit. So the whole movie is way too dark. Yeah. It's all closed hallways and sewers. It's not big open areas with a shitload of monsters. So that's what killed it. But there are two redeeming qualities to this movie. First off, there's a pretty sweet first-person shooter sequence. God mode scene, you see yeah. The, you see the gun, you know, you're yeah. the walking gun, you know, just like any first-person shooter game, like GoldenEye, Doom, yep. Duke Nukem. If you're not a gamer, this is, that's what it's like, you know, when you see the gun and through the person's eyes. It's pretty awesome. Yeah. It's not as awesome as the game, but pretty right. awesome. Second, playing Sewer Imp number two and the Dr. Carmack Imp. The one and only, Doug Jones. Dougie! The Dukes! Wow. Making an appearance. Yeah. IMD re-rates it a generous 5.2 out of 10. That's like one point higher than the movie I just reviewed. I would give it a 3.5 myself. I'll add another point for the first person shooter sequence. Okay. I'll add another point for the Duke. Okay. Three so I'm going to give it a 5.5. Oh, 5.5. Okay. 5.5 fucking... Bigfoot smashing pumpkins or whatever. Billy, Por- Billy Corgan. Fuck you, Billy Corgan. That's the whole point. I'll never work for you. Cool. Call me. Call me. Call me. 
<laughs> don't, don't call me. Fuck you. <laughs> don't flip you off. I, did, I just want to go on record. I didn't flip you off. You know, send me a check. I'm there. Okay. Good what movies. about the good movie? It's time for the good movie. Okay. That's, <laughs> that's enough of that. My good movie is a movie that I saw in high school when it first came out. This was a movie that was never put out in mass circulation. It was only originally circulated through tape trades to add to the mystique of it. And it was, it's called Broken, and it was made by Trent Reznor of Nine Inch Nails fame. Okay. And uh, Peter Christofferson, who was uh, one of, the, he was a member of, of Throbbing Gristle, which was like one of the founda foundational industrial bands, and a uh, founding member of Coil, who, does, who we use a lot for our background music. Not related to Jody. No, 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 <laughs> no relation there. Um, and a lot of people know Trent Reznor right now as like the guy who wins Oscars for soundtracks. The guy who covered Johnny Cash. The guy, <laughs> the guy who covered Johnny Cash. Or everyone knows the I Wanna Fuck You Like an Animal song closer, yeah. you know, all that. Pretty sweet video. Yeah. Like yeah. you were saying, that's one of the ones that got yeah. ripped off yeah. for uh, The Cell, right? The song has a great video. Yeah. And all of that stuff happened after Trent Reznor kind of went commercial. What a lot of people don't know is there was this time period before Trent was commercial that he was a sick fuck. And okay. like really into like some real fucking dark shit. Marilyn Manson came along and overshadowed all of that and he's, you know, Trent Reznor went in his direction. But this movie that he made was for his album, Broken. It was his second album and it's actually an EP. There's only like seven songs on the album. But it's one of the most like just heavy, loud, bombastic, distorted, smashy industrial rock albums ever. It basically, it laid the foundation for what we know commercially as industrial rock. And, uh, he and Peter Christofferson got together and they took the videos, the, they made videos for each of the songs on the album, the core five songs, there are two like, bonus tracks on the end, with other directors, and then they strung the videos together with what is essentially a uh, pseudo snuff film. Okay. And it tells the story of this guy who goes out and picks up a male prostitute and tortures him while watching Nine Inch Nails videos and then eventually murders him. Um, and when it came out on tape trades, it was recirculated and recirculated and copied and copied. So when you got the tape, it was like real, real gritty and grimy and it looked like something you weren't supposed to be watching. And a couple years ago, Trent Reznor went through the trouble to release it on two torrent sites so that people could just go and download it. But he made copies of it, so it was still gritty. So even when you get the digital files now, it still looks like a gritty VHS tape. Okay, And like Faces of Death, yeah, your kid. Exactly, yeah. exactly, it's on that level. And uh, the special effects on it are so good. Like they, they really? there, there's pra all practical. Obviously, yeah, it's, it's all practical. Yeah. There's, there's, you know, uh, improvised dentistry. There's castration. There's heart removal. There's cannibalism. There's chainsaw rape. There's, it's just fucked up and gory and chainsaw gross. Chainsaw rape. Yeah, I, I like that. And uh, mixed in with that, all of the like professionally produced music videos that the killer is making his victim watch. They're all fucking sick shit too. The 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 pinnacle video of it is for a song called Happiness and Slavery, and it features this guy named Bob Flanagan. Do you know who he was? Yeah, it's the guy with the sick documentary, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was the guy that the sick documentary is about. He's a he was a performance artist who would mutilate himself on yeah. stage and put hooks through himself. And all very that. similar to what I do. Yeah, yeah, very much so. <laughs> um, he stars in this video uh, as a guy who basically goes into a room, attaches himself to a machine that begins to sexually pleasure him. And then dismembers him, grinds him up into meat to feed the flowers. Awesome. And the whole thing is beautifully done. And go, I went back and it watched it. It reminds me of Guinea Pig, kind of. Just what you're describing yeah. kind of reminds me of Guinea Pig. And it's better than August, Guinea Pig. 
It's like August Underground meets Guinea yeah. Pig. It kind of it kind of laid the uh, the groundwork for things like August Underground because like wow really yeah because it was made well, in, you have it right in '93 I, I actually brought you a copy of it so All you right. can watch it uh, it's 20 minutes long they don't fuck around See, with that, any that's of just what story. we were fucking talking yeah. about it's 20 minutes long 20 minutes is better than an hour and a half if you don't know what the fuck you're doing yeah and uh, going back and watching it like when I watched it in 1993 94 when I first saw it it was like I was in high school I was 14 years old I was like oh this is some dark shit. Now, I've seen August Underground, I've seen Martyrs, I've seen all these fucking fucked up French films. We watched, uh... Inside? I made you watch yeah, Inside? Yeah, we watched Inside what, last What week. is the other movie I made you watch? Excision. Excision, yeah. yeah. we watched Excision. Yeah. I've seen... I've seen never seen Inside or Excision. I had, I've to, seen them both. I had to have him watch those movies. Yes. It's very important to me that Dom sees those movies. They were both great. And having seen all of those movies, and going back, coming back 25 years later, and watching it again, it still holds up as just as shocking as the first time I watched That's it. That's what you need, yeah. And like, it, Texas Chainsaw 1, mm-hmm. you know, it, after they bastardize it. Yeah. Number one is still so great. You yeah. go back and you watch the original and it's just as good. Everything in me wants to give this 10 out of 10, but because of the rule, I'll give it 9. Alright, 9. Okay, so my good movie of the week. We said from the beginning, this would not just be a horror podcast. Right. If it's disturbing, extreme, or macabre, we might talk about it. My good movie wasn't a horror movie. Dude, it's got snuff and shit like that. Like, 8mm isn't a horror movie, but I love that movie. Yeah. It might as well be. But It's are, exploitation. Are you a fan of David Cronenberg? Yes. Okay, so a couple shows ago, my number one mass character, yeah, and Cronenberg. yours as well, yeah. was Dr. Decker. That's right. Dr. Decker directs some fucked up movies. Great body horror. Yeah. The Fly. Yeah. Uh, Altered States. Altered States. He's got a bunch. You know, everything he does is pretty good, so. Some of them, actually, he's hit or miss, but Naked Lunch is awesome. Naked Lunch is a great movie. <laughs> he was great for the 30 seconds he was in Jason X. Yeah. So, in 2015, he directed a movie called Maps of the Stars. You seen this fucker? I've heard of it. I have not seen it. You've heard of it? Yeah. Okay. I recommend watching it. Okay. Again, what, what we said about movies being okay to go a little short, mm-hmm. it was about two hours. I could have done with an hour and a half. Okay. The, the beginning was so fucking strong got me, I'm like, this is going to be my good movie of the week. And as it progressed, started doubting myself. Got Came back a little bit on the beginning of the third act. Then went a little too long again, but it's fucked up. It's really fucked up. So Awesome. Stars Julianne Moore, who I always loved. I have a huge boner for that woman. Yeah, me too. For some <laughs> reason, she's just like, yeah. Like, yeah. After I got divorced, I swore off redheads, except her. Yeah. She's pretty sexy. For an old lady. Yeah. She was great in Boogie Nights. Great in Boogie Nights. She's probably the only person that could have done the job she did after Jodie Foster left. Yeah. Hannibal, you know? Yeah, she was a good, good choice. Yeah. yeah. She did really good. Great in Big Lebowski. Great in Big Lebowski. Stars uh, Mia Wasikowska. Mia Wasikowska. John Cusack. Okay. We talked about him a couple of shows. And, yeah, we did. And the fucking Twilight Vampire, Robert Pattinson. The sparkly vampire. So for that, I would deduct one from this movie. Let me stop you there. Why? Rob Pattinson is an excellent fucking human being. Why? I'll tell you why. When they bought the rights to make the Twilight movie, they were going to scrap what was in the book and make it an action movie like Blade. And Rob Pattinson signed on to play an action movie vampire that hunts other vampires. And then the books picked up and the studio said, well, we're going back to the books. 
So Rob Pattinson got bamboozled into making that shitty ass movie. Yeah. Well, he made his money. So and he, he hates it. And if you listen to his commentary on the DVDs, friend friend of mine recommended I do this, and I did it. It's fucking hilarious. Why do you have the Twilight DVDs? My wife had them. <laughs> he hates those you movies. You have it yourself. <laughs> I watch them and I jack off and I cry. All he does is talk shit about the movies and talk about how like I just tried to make myself look as stoned and constipated as I could in this scene. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, he kind of redeemed himself in this movie. Okay. He's a small part in this movie, but he did pretty good. Okay. It's not the kind of fucked up like Serbian film or August Underground, but it's disturbing in its own way. In this movie... There's peeing in butts. Okay. People buying famous people's turds. Okay. That's actually, that is the, my, that's how I'll rate this movie. In famous people's turds. Wow. I like that better than uh, okay. fucking Billy Corgan anyway. So famous people's turds. There's 13-year-old spoiled ch- child actors in rehab. Okay. There's ghost incest. <laughs> Hallucination threesomes. <laughs> Motivational speakers. Russian roulette. Arson and child killings. Wow. And a partridge in a pear tree. And a partridge in a fucking pear tree. So, it's a story of how fucked up Hollywood is. One family's problems. Stronger at the beginning and middle kind of drags, like I said. There's a grand reveal later in the movie. Things are not what they seem, as in most movies. Right. Especially most Cronenberg movies. I could have done an hour, an hour 45 instead of two hours, really. IMDb gives it 6.3. I was going to give it one lower cause the, uh, than what I said, but I'll, I'll go with what I think. Seven. Okay. We give it seven famous people's turds. Wow. Might have went higher if it wasn't for a CG, shitty CGI fire scene. Okay. There's this whole movie. So there's a, a, a skull bashing scene that looks completely legitimate. No CGI, just practically looks amazing. Then some bitch gets lit on fire. CGI and fire it's completely is the worst. CGI fire. Oh. It's so terrible. It's the worst. Why would you do that, David Cronenberg? And it's such an easy effect to light someone on fire. And all, how, how much CGI has he used in the past? Yeah, not much. All his shit was all practical yeah. in his older movies and everything, yeah. and they were great. All the effects, the fly, fuck. Great. Yeah, you know, yeah. The, great effects. It's, it's great. Landmark effects, as a matter of fact. Yeah. Well, like I said, it kind of petered out as it went on, but still fucked up. If you could edit it down to just the fucked up scenes and watch it, and it was like half an hour long, you'd be like, Pow! <laughs> blow your brains out. I'm like, oh, watch that tonight. <laughs> yeah, you, yeah, you, you like it, and but you will totally get what I'm saying. When it starts to fall off and you start to snooze, yeah, you're gonna realize what I say is okay. that you I'll, know. I'll it, watch it sober then, <laughs> so I don't fall asleep. Yeah, <laughs> or I'll have Aqua Teen on one screen, <laughs> and this on the other. Just yeah, that would probably yeah, you'd go back. Yeah. <laughs> Put the headphones on for this movie, right. take them off, watch Aqua Teen. <laughs> Alright, so that's my good movie of the week. Not the best movie, not the strongest choice, but you win some, you lose some. Yeah. At least it had Dr. Decker in it. I'm interested. Yeah, it's worth it's worth watching. Yeah. Did Cronenberg do Bruiser? Was that a Cronenberg movie? No, it's George A. Romero. Okay. Because George A. Romero directed the music video for Scream for yeah. the Misfits. And they were in the movie, that's and right. in exchange, because he actually contacted the misfits about being in his movie mm-hmm. and they demanded as payment instead of getting paid to be in bruiser mm-hmm. they would have him direct their music video gotcha so that was their payment okay which is pretty sweet yeah think about it if you had a music video and george a romero is directing it yeah pretty awesome yeah, that's pretty that cool. other guy I, i'm not a fan of industrial whitings you know i'm a punk rocker mm-hmm. but that other guy you're talking about, what's his name peter christopherson or turner mm-hmm. Reznor. no the director of the music video 
Peter Christopherson, yeah. That's the director that all yeah. those fucked up, but now he's like... Oh, 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 no, Mark Romano. Yeah, okay, so I would, I would choose that guy uh-huh. over George A. Romero for my music video just because I'm a little fucked up in the head. Right. I love George A. Romero. Romero. <laughs> I mean, he, he's one of the godfathers of horror. You gotta love George Romero. Yeah. All right, so we're gonna come back with the top five, Deca- I mean, supporting characters. Coming April 1st, 2016. A dark ambient experiment in audio necromancy. Mechanical Ghost presents as Moriandi Volume 1, Stepping Sideways and Descending. For more information, visit www.mechanicalghost.com. Okay, back at the B Ward postmortem. With the top five minor characters. Yeah, and by minor characters, we don't mean characters that mine things. And we don't mean characters underneath 18 years old. One of, at least one of mine is. Yeah, but so that's not the premise of this. Right. Thing. The supporting act. It's the guys in the background. Sometimes they steal the show. Yeah. That's what they're there to do. Yep. So, uh, thought a lot about this. I was real excited about this one. Me too. And, like and my, all of my guys came off my head. I didn't do any research whatsoever. Yeah. Even my honorable mentions, I didn't research. Yeah, my mine did my like my first four came off my head, and then I need to think. I needed to think of a number five, and I got to it. But like as I was like kind of looking things up online and trying to remind myself of who I liked, like just this flood of other awesome characters popped up. Yeah, like, there's just so many. Especially in horror, there are really good minor characters in horror. Yeah, like, there is. Especially, you know, don't go in there. <laughs> Anyways, the reason I thought about this was a couple episodes back we did decapitations. Mm-hmm. I'm not confused. We actually did that. Yeah, we're not doing it. We did obviously. Uh, well, I rewatched Terror Firmer for the fat guy in the escalator, right? With Lemmy and everything. Yeah. But I rewatched the whole movie, and there's my number five is in Terror Firmer. Okay. What gave me the whole concept for this? Remember that? Remember that guy? Yes. The Tatsu. Hey, baby. You know what I'm talking about? Great douchebag. He's a he's, yeah. a he's a he's a great douchebag character. He's a great supporting character. He's the sound guy on the movie. Every time he goes anywhere or any time it cuts to him, he has he's the sound guy. So he has this little mixer and he plays the clip. Tatsu. Yep. <laughs> he's the Tatsu. He's the Tatsu. It's awesome. You can't fuck with the Tatsu. Yeah. He he gets butt naked and killed with a bomb. <laughs> That's How's that for a supporting character? Ah, that's... <laughs> yeah. He's... <laughs> you can't do much better than the top. Yeah, that's... Shit, he should be number one. <laughs> I don't want to know who your number one is. He, he's a... Uh, well, I, I will be surprised if we don't have a crossover with, our, with my number one. Might not be your number one, but I'm sure you have him on your list. If not, he's in your honorable mentions. If not, you're going to be mad at yourself. Okay. Not thinking if not, I'm going to punch myself in the dick. Okay. You Got probably it. will. And, and that'll be on the podcast, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. Dom is going to punch himself in the dick. You can hear the sound effect. You can hear his squeal. <laughs> my discomfort. You can relish in it. So, yeah. My number five, the Tatsta. <laughs> my number five is Migs from Silence of the Lambs. <laughs> I can smell your cunt flick. <laughs> All right. That is awesome. I didn't even think of that. It didn't even cross my mind. Uh, Fucking Migs. Multiple Migs. Throws the semen in her Hey, how do you like that, Ricky? How do you like that, Ricky? You can't. That's awesome, uh, Migs. If, if you if you remember anything from Silence of the Lambs, <laughs> you remember Migs. 
<laughs> I, I think I was like eight or nine when I first saw that movie. Like Me too. Right when it came out on video. Yeah. And, and I that scene, I remember it. I yeah. didn't I didn't know what jizz was really at the time. Oh, I, I did. I was a terrible uh, child. I figured it was boogers or something, but whatever it was. <laughs> I, I knew what it was. I found my dad's porn under way too early age. So. <laughs> yeah. Migs. <laughs> Fucking Migs. <laughs> my number four. Mr. Hawkman from Texas Chainsaw Massacre, The Next Generation. Ah, the yes. guy in the limo. Yeah. Yeah, the, the Illuminati guy. Yeah. Yeah, great character. And he comes in and he's fucking crazy as yeah. fuck. And he's got like pierced nipples that aren't nipples. Yeah, on. they're like dangly yeah. fucking Yeah, what the fuck nipple is that dicks. All about? <laughs> Little nipple dicks on his side. Yeah. Right? <laughs> yeah. And he's got like scarification and all this shit and he's fucking creepy as fuck. Yep. And that character stood out to me. I remember watching that movie and being like, fuck. Matthew McConaughey with his overacting. Yeah, Renee Zellweger being yeah. in it at all. Like, yeah. yeah it, it, there's a lot of things to doubt until you actually see it. Yeah. And and people share on it. Yeah. I, it's, for me, I like it. It's, it's If you're going to bastardize it, yeah. then bastardize it like that. It's stupid Just as fuck. Just make it stupid, it's stupid as, as fuck in a great way. Yeah. Yeah. So, I yeah. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Mr. Hoffman nice. in his limo. <laughs> Save me! Save me! <laughs> Come here, child. What are they doing to you? And he's like, this is supposed to be a time... It's almost like martyrs, where, like, he pays people to torture people. Yeah, yeah. And he's like, this is not the... They're, they're fucking it up. This is not the way it's supposed to be. It should have been transcendence, child. All the <laughs> shit. He's a creepy fuck. Yeah. Number four. The chicken salesman in The Devil's Rejects. <laughs> <laughs> now, you're not gonna fuck these chickens, <laughs> are you? <laughs> And, and awesome. Michael Berryman's response, like just that that what whole the scene. What the fuck? boss. He thinks I'm gonna fuck this chicken. Just it was just a setup for a fantastic scene. Rhode Island Red, you want Rhode? <laughs> You're saying that I can <laughs> break this chicken's neck, stick my dick in it, and it'll make me go ah. <laughs> I love it. I love it. That's a great pull. That's a great pull. Yeah. I, that would not come to my head. He was actually the first one that came to my head. He was? Yeah. Really? When, uh, Mine is a toddler, which is kind of off the walls. So, yeah. Uh, and, yeah, Rob Zombie has a lot of great minor characters in his movie, too. I, mm-hmm. I had to... I, I, every other Rob Zombie yeah. minor character that came to mind, I had to put on my honorable mention because I didn't want to just like be on his jock this whole episode. Yeah, but yeah. He, he's, he's got some good... Yeah. <laughs> Uh, what's that guy? Brian Posen in yeah. The Devil's Rejects? Yeah, B- Brian Such Posen. a fucking idiot. Yeah, uh, uh, Stucky in the first, uh, in House of a Thousand Corpses. Yeah. The retarded guy with the Playboy stuff. Yeah. A great character. <laughs> I mean, he just comes up with all these great little, like, one-off things. We should just write a whole movie like that. <laughs> well, my number three. I talk about Reanimator a lot. Mm-hmm. Got it tied. I got it tattooed to me. It's in my brain forever. Right. I'm always going to talk about Reanimator. But, I, I, for the sake of supporting characters, all my reanimator characters are in my honorable mentions. Okay. I don't want to turn this into the reanimator podcast, so. But, with that being said, doesn't mean I can't talk about beyond reanimator. That's right. <laughs> Speedball, the hippie. Good. Who injects himself yeah, up with, with the reagent yeah. just to feel high and starts exploding all over the yeah, place. Yeah, that crazy Tommy Chong motherfucker. So fucking awesome. I was hoping your character would be the reanimated dick, but... <laughs> <laughs> the Warden's dick. Actually, the Warden's dick is on my honorable mention. Oh, nice. <laughs> Notice the Warden himself. 
Yeah, Speedball. I, I, I thought that guy was... He did it really well. Yeah. And he was a perfect actor. He's like slightly balding. And yeah. He's got his glasses. He's looked like Tommy Chong. Yeah. He looked like Tommy Chong, yeah. I think that's what they were going for, so... Yeah. My number three is Mordecai from The Cabin in the Woods. All right. The the guy, the, the guy that warns them not to go to the cabin. Yeah. And the whole scene with them on the phone, and he's like... More uh, sinners and, and punishment and blood. <laughs> Do you have me on speakerphone? No, Mordecai, keep going, keep going. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, Cabin by the Woods, to me, or is it Cabin in the Woods? Cabin, Cabin in the Woods. Cabin in the Woods, yeah. So, uh, to me, awesome ending. Mm. It's a good movie, but it they should have revealed some other shit quicker to me. You know, it went with the Evil Dead. It was like the in the Evil Dead remake. Remake had just came out. Or yeah, it just got announced, and it was like that was poorly timed. It I, was. I really like. I love Cabin in the Woods. As Me a, too. As, as a genre piece, and as a, I mean, it's it's basically Lovecraftian horror, but in comedy form. Yeah, and I love that end scene. You can't. Yeah. I like I said, I've watched Cabin in the Woods twice mm. in its entirety. Mm. I've rewatched that end scene where they show all the cubicles. And yeah, stuff like that many more times. I, just, I, saw it, I saw it in the theater three times. Wow. Yeah. That's how much I like yeah. it. Yeah. And the Chris Hemsworth jumping the canyon and hitting the invisible wall thing is what did it for me. That's where I knew that I loved that movie. <laughs> but uh, yeah, Mordecai was a great character and uh, a very good running joke. So now we're on the number two. We're on the final two. Number two. I don't know if it's going to be on your list or in your honorable mentions, but I'd be very surprised if my number two and my number one Okay. Weren't anywhere on your list. Okay. Or your honorable mentions. Okay. Number two. Oh, I kick ass for the Lord. <laughs> yeah, the priest. The priest from yep. Dead Alive. Yep. A great character. Great character. Kung Fu. And even when he becomes a zombie. And he's a horny priest. He's got his <laughs> zombie nuts. Yeah. They're full. He's never got to spill them. <laughs> so he impregnates the fucking nurse. And yeah. Finally, yeah. Because he's fucking a zombie. He didn't give a shit. Yeah. yeah. But before that, oh, I kick ass for the Lord. Probably the best line in that movie. It is. Yeah, I love it. Um, yeah, the priest. I, I can't remember his name. Father fucking. He was the priest. Probably like Father Jameson yeah. or something stereotypical like that. But I love the priest from Dead Alive. Great I love Dead Alive. Yeah. What's your number two? The derelict from Hellraiser. The bum. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the, when the, he eats the fucking worms, yeah. Or, or what is it, crickets or worms? Yeah, the, the they're yeah, crick, not, uh, grasshoppers or something like that. Locusts, maybe I don't know. But he he was creepy, and in the end, he got the box and turned into a fucking you know winged horned thing. And yeah, just everything about him was so yeah, iconic. He was, and he was a very minor character in the movie, and that's what we're going for. Yeah. He's a great minor character, but he was like really important too because he's sort of like their he's like the messenger of the box. Didn't they try to bring him back in one of the sequels? But he looked like he was Asian. It was, I don't know. Yeah, something like that. I remember that. Yeah, but very iconic. Very standout. Yeah, I love that. You ready for number one? I'm ready for number one. Okay, my number one. Like I said, it's not the Reanimator podcast. Mm-hmm. Doesn't mean I can have multiple Jeffrey Combs roles. Okay. Agent Milton Dammer from The Frighteners. Wow. My I, body has a roadmap of pain. I love that character. I almost don't consider him a minor character because he was so important with that story, which is why he didn't make my list. Really? Yeah. I it, see. That's that's one thing. I had Chop Top originally okay. as one of my main mm-hmm. characters, but I didn't put him Chop Top from Texas Chainsaw Two. Yeah. But I'm like, he's he's in the family. Yeah. He's not that minor. Milton Damage to me. I mean, you have other characters. To me, the main characters of that movie are. Michael J. Fox. Yeah. The psychiatrist. What's the girl? The, the, the girl, girl is yeah. with, yeah. 
And then you got uh, the girl and her mom. Yeah. And Gary Busey's son. Yeah. Jay, so yeah. he's kind of like past that. Right. Yeah. So he's kind of on the peripherals. That's why I think he's a minor character. The story could have progressed without him. He, he was like so the main great. Antagonist, he doesn't yeah. like when women yell at him. He, he throws him up. He doesn't like being touched. He doesn't like. He's yeah. such a weirdo. Yeah. He just been. And he, how so could much. he be in such fucking levels of the FBI? Being so fucking weird. That's how. That's how he got that weird. He went yeah. undercover with Colts when he opens his fucking shirt. Yeah. I'm wearing a lead breastplate. <laughs> <laughs> you won't get my heart. I'm wearing a lead breastplate. Fantastic character. <laughs> I love that dude. And his haircut is so terrible. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I love Agent Milton Danvers and, and his scars and his pentagrams and everything yeah. like that. He he made the movie. To he, me. he did. Friars was a good was a good movie. It's but Peter Jackson. Jackson. He made it great. That was the last was that his last good movie before Lord of the Rings? I don't know if you like Lord of the Rings. I don't. I hate that show. I'm 50 50 on Yeah, I, I'm not a fantasy guy at all. I, I'm a horror guy and he was Bad taste, dead alive, fucking frighteners. Yeah, you know. Uh, did you see beautiful creatures, heavenly creatures, heavenly creatures. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Great movie. Yeah. My number one. All right. Is possibly my number one character of any movie ever. Wow. And we've talked about him before. Okay. Pancakes. Ah. <laughs> I thought you last podcast you said that aren't Dennis. No. We I said that. We said talk that aren't Dennis. No, we did not say we that. We said it specifically. No. Well, I take it back because Dennis is God. <laughs> did we right. say that? We did. I'm say gonna it. go back and listen. Listen, God, to damn, I need to smoke less weed. <laughs> we said that aren't Dennis. Well, Dennis overruled that. <laughs> <laughs> and we're not talking about the remake. We're talking about the original we're talking Cabin Fever. Real fucking Dennis. <laughs> and you should know Dennis by now. Okay. Uh, on my honorable mentions, Doctor Mambo, the dog. Okay. <laughs> and if, if if it can't be Dennis, all right. Old man Caldwell. Same movie. Which one is all that? The guy who owns the shop. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no. what's, what's the gun for? <laughs> yeah. All right, it can be Dennis. Yeah, yeah. We'll it's, let it it's going to be Dennis. I don't we'll even care what we said last show. We're going to start <laughs> writing down these rules. We, we need to, yeah. 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 I drink a lot of beer, you smoke a lot of weed, yeah, so. Yeah, we both we'll get hit in the head, so. Yeah, we both get hit in the head a lot. So, we're going we're gonna to write these rules down, so. Yeah. All right, his number one is Dennis. I can't believe I, I, I even agreed to it not being Dennis. Like... <laughs> Dennis should come and karate kick me for that. <laughs> All right, my honorable mentions. We have the warden from Beyond Reanimator. Good character. What a fucking terrible actor. <laughs> As the warden. <laughs> I don't even think he spoke then, English. Really and then he starts like, to become yeah. a rat, but he's still the warden. Yeah, and yeah, it's he's he's a terrible actor, but a great character. Yeah, he he owned it. He owned the shit out of he that. He did. Uh, Doctor Carl Hill from Reanimator, the yeah. doctor. What a douchebag. You want him to die? Oh yeah. Fuck that guy. Mr. West, I suggest you get yourself a pen. <laughs> Judge Crandall, or it's Jude Crandall from uh, Pet Cemetery. Yeah, yeah. The... My little notes here with the autocrat says Judge Crandall Pet Seminary. <laughs> judge Crandall is actually a judge in San Luis Obispo, which is why I suddenly raised an eyebrow on that. Fuck that guy. <laughs> Anyways, I'm going to go around this part. I'm going to go down now. It's on South Park, you know. He's yeah. a parody on South Park and stuff. He's a great minor character. Sex Machine from Dust Hold On. Yep. Another great minor character. We've talked about him. Another guy. There's, so there's two people that made me think of this list. There was the Toddster. Mm -hmm. And there was Demon from Friday the 13th Part 5. Oh, too many enchiladas. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, baby. <laughs> that guy. What was, his, what was his name? Demon. Demon. Yeah, and he's 
It doesn't look like he's a demon. No, not at all. It looks like he's Motown. Yeah, yeah. He's, yeah. His name should be like Jerry Curl or something fucking like that. Too many enchiladas. Then I have a lot of mine, so I've got a couple more. Stooge from Night of the Demons, the pig punk guy yeah, yeah. from Night of the Demons. Love it. From Fright Night, Peter Vincent. Yeah. Love him. Reggie from Phantasm. Yep. Awesome. Yep. And my last one, Trash from Return of the Living Dead. <laughs> I want a bunch of old men to just eat me and blah, blah, blah. And she gets naked and starts dancing. Yeah. She's fucking crazy. And also in Night of the Demon, she's in there too. And yep. she does lipstick in her nipples. Yep. And that was the first horror movie I ever saw was Night of the Demon. Really? First horror movie I ever saw. Stole a VHS tape from my neighbor. It came out in 1985, which is the year I was born. Right. And, uh, might have been, no, it wasn't, I'd already found porn by that time, but when I got that, that was my first horror movie, and the lipstick kits, I'll always, I'll never forget that. Always remember. One of those things that's burned into your consciousness. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, for sure. I don't remember what my first horror movie was. Huh. I distinctly remember watching that. Yeah. And then I went to stay the night at my other friend's house, and we were sleeping outside by like a campfire in his backyard, mm. which is probably not... Up to code. No, probably not. <laughs> White trash is fun. Can't fire in the backyard. No, I'm camping in the backyard. So, all right. That's all for my honorable mentions. What about you? Uh, my honorable mentions are the, the roadside preacher from House of a Thousand Corpses. Okay. The crazy black guy with a yeah. shotgun. Yeah. Uh, Benjamin Moss from 13 Ghosts, the lawyer. He was mm-hmm. just so slimy and smarmy and gross. And then he gets cut in half by those doors. Yeah. And there's the, did the lawyer split? Didn't you talk about here? that as being a decapitation? I told you, fuck you. I, I didn't, maybe it was honorable mention. Yeah, it was an honorable yeah. mention. Because it was a <laughs> head cut in half. Yeah. I also had Sex Machine from Dust Till Dawn. Oh, yeah. Sex Machine. Uh, Quinn, Sex Machine! Come on! Sex Machine! <laughs> uh, Quinn from Blade. He was the assistant vampire to Stephen Dorff's character who Blade kept fucking up. Like over and over the and over. The fat one? No, the the, the kind of like long haired greasy guy. That, that would be a good one, that fat guy. The, the fat guy was is good too. Yeah. yeah, no, Quinn was the, I'm gonna be a naughty vampire god, that guy. Oh, yeah. Just yeah. the running joke of him getting constantly fucked up. Uh, yeah, he's like a long hair beard guy. Right? Yeah, 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 I remember that now. Uh, Mama Karras from The Exorcist. Why you do this to me, Dimi? <laughs> <laughs> Every time my computer fucks up, that's what I say to it. <laughs> uh, Axel from Friday the 13th Part 4 He was the morgue technician guy That kept trying to fuck the nurse And was like watching the aerobic videos Oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> And uh, uh, Yeah, the priest from I, I, from Brain Dead, Dead Alive yeah. Dead Alive, Brain Dead, whatever yeah. We're, This is America right here Around these parts we call that Dead Alive We call it Dead Alive with We'll the, call it Brain Dead With the rat monkey in the USOA <laughs> Fucking eagles flying and shit Fireworks <laughs> Salt rifles. America. Land of the free. Home of the brave. Home of the brave. And also, the home of Pushmark. <laughs> Pushmark. I think that's the show. I think it is, too. Well, if you enjoyed this as much as we enjoyed this, then you enjoyed it as much as we did. And I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. So, what's going to be our top five next week? Um... Yeah, we should have the audience suggest something. That would be cool. On the off chance that someone does listen to the show, right? Suggest something. Yeah, we'll go with you. Yeah. If your suggestion sucks, we're gonna go with top five portrayals of the devil or demons in a horror movie. That's a pretty strong list. Yes, I can think of several. Yes, with no limitations on it. Only limitation: no exorcist. That wasn't really the devil anyway, so. That's it's fine. a demon. Yeah. No devil or demons. Okay. It, you know, because devil, if we restricted to just the devil, 
That, that would be pretty limited. Yeah, yeah. so we're, we're going with devil or demons. Okay. In horror only or? Yeah. Okay. Horror only. Okay. So uh, no uh, Tim Curry devil from Legend? Nope. Okay. Nope. Because that's the greatest portrayal of a devil in cinema, as far as I'm concerned. But we won't go there. All right. All right. So, until next time. As H.P. Lovecraft once said, if it smells like fish, throw the fucker back. Throw the fucker back. America. America.